0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the main event. Fight fans worldwide,
1: you've tuned into the number one undisputed boxing podcast today. This is the Boxing Breakdown.
0: Now heavy-handed, hard-hitting host, Mark Roxy!
1: What's up, what's up, what's up? This is your host, Mark Roxy, and you are listening to the Boxing Breakdown. Check it out, I'm in the studio with uh, none other than Mr. Harold Hunt, professional boxing judge. What's up, what's up, what's up?
0: What's up, what's up, man? How you doing, man? I'm good, I'm good. paradise, talking about the sport.
1: Yes, man, and how was your day? Did you have a good day?
0: It was good, man. What was nice here in Atlanta, Georgia? It's all good, man.
1: Yeah, that's that's what's up, man. Listen, today I'm so pumped, I'm so pumped. I'm hoping... Um, that shortly we will be joined by none other than Mr. Teofimo Lopez Sr., who's going to come on the program and and chop up uh, the um, impending battle between uh, Teofimo Lopez Jr. and uh, Mr. George Camboza, 135-pound straps on the line, and it's going to be quite, a fight, man. There's a lot going on with that. Um, I don't know. Did you get a chance to see any of the uh, fireworks in the uh, um, their face-off?
0: Yeah, it was pretty intense. There, uh, um, they went back and forth, and it was great for television, or you want to say it like that for the whole thing. It was great. I thought it was well done. You know, it was right on the edge of being, you know, out of control, which is always exciting. So I thought it was well done
1: yeah man i agree man it was it was fire and uh i mean in in the uh in the uh conference you know teofimo you know took off his shirt man and you know they got up in each other's face and and they were ready to fight right there and the uh the broadcast the the uh uh interviewer was like listen man you guys aren't getting paid to fight here and uh you know, hold off, hold off, but it was, it was heated, man. They were, they were throwing, throwing arrows for sure. So are you excited about the fight?
0: Well, you know, I I watched uh, Kavosa's prior fights and he actually has a little dog, you know, you know, he's well-spoken as you can tell. The accent always, you know, carried well over the air. But as far as his fight style is concerned, it's going to be an interesting fight until he's exploited because certain things he does that, you know, uh, Lopez is just going to just jump on. So, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot of flush of blows in this fight. Uh, and I'm looking forward to, it.
1: yeah, man, I don't, I don't think that anyone has told George Cambosa, um, you know, who he's facing, man, he's coming in with like the underdog big time. Like he, um, you know, he, he's, um, looking to take what Teofimo has. And and I think he really believes that, that he can do that, you know? So it's interesting. Um, it's interesting to see that. And, um, you know, uh, time will tell how the fight's going to go. I mean, what, what do you think? Do you have any predictions for the fight?
0: Well, initially, um, if Cambosis is trying to be aggressive, which I he probably will be because he's going to take the fight to him. It was aggressive at the press conference. His style, his vocal style, his fighting style is aggressive. So he's going to be coming in trying to press the issue. And we know Mr. Lopez is a supreme counterpuncher. So the, those two elements are going to work really well. He's going to be coming and he's going to be punching counter-punching, rather, and trying to drop that right hand, that left hand, on him as he's coming in. So it's going to be kind of a, a Floyd Mayweather-type uh, Ricky Hatton thing. Hatton's coming, and Floyd's just dropping that that counter on him. And I see Lopez dropping that counter on Cambosa the same way. The frequency, the power, but he's got the power where he can just stop him if he runs in there too too quickly. So he'll be cautious at first, but I think uh it's gonna be a good fight. we'll see some nice some nice work
1: yeah yeah i agree i I think that's a very interesting assessment. I definitely think that um fighting you know the fighting style of of Cambosa, which seems to be kind of a rough and tumble up in the pocket um may kind of play right into um teofimo's um style or or maybe there's something that that we're not getting we're not seeing. Um, certainly, I mean, I can't tell you that I am a, uh, uh, George Cambos, uh, junior, uh, expert at all because I, I haven't really, I mean, I've studied a lot of his fights, but I can't really tell you that I followed his career. Like I have fought, followed Teofimo Lopez's career. Obviously, you know, he's from the BK. He's from, uh, you know, represent Brooklyn. Shout out Brooklynites. One love. But, you know, I mean, it's just, it's just, um, You know, it's a real, real interesting fight. I think that that um, in the press conference, you know, or the first press conference, uh, there was some discussion about George Camboza's right hand coming straight into the, you know, into the action, into the frame. And uh, Lopez, you know, hollered back, you know, listen, man, I got I got power in both hands, you know, so he was um, and. It's really true. It's really true. I mean, this fight, this fight is going to be um, really like a coming out party for Teofimo Lopez because it's the first fight that he's had with uh, the Thriller organization. Um, And they're doing, you know, they, they, you know, I I don't want to be presumptuous about it, but as far as I can tell, they definitely have put together an interesting promotional model for the fans, I mean, it's really, really interesting. Did you get a chance to see the Jake Paul, um, Ben Askren fight?
0: Extremely unorthodox, as in the application of the, the personnel, the concerts, the, 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 the boxing, all of it was just a whole different piece. However, for this one with Lopez, it's going to be a little different, it'd be more boxing. Uh, tinged because you're gonna have some really diehard fans looking for that. but it's still gonna have those elements, so I'm looking forward to that for sure. How uh, they're gonna kind of tweak it a little bit for the diehards because once the diehards are okay with the concerts and and and, and the, the lightness of the commentators, they're gonna tune in. Right. So I'm looking forward to that because you got some great fights on here. Uh, what Holyfield's fighting on that? Right. Yo. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jared Hurd. No, not Jared Hurd is on, on the Mayweather card. Um uh, that's a whole nother conversation. But uh it's gonna be a great it's gonna be a great night. And he is at the top of the game right now, so people will be tuning in.
1: Oh yeah, man. And the last fight, the last fight that the um thriller organization put together was really a um I mean, what a spectacle. I mean, they had all kinds of stuff going on in there. I mean, much we've talked about. I was on with K9, uh, Bundridge, who trained Ben Askren, and um uh, we did a cast together, which, you know, he I love I love K9, man. Shout out K9. Woof, roof, your dogs over here. But, you know, he he um you know, he talked about, you know, the fact that, you know, bringing together Justin Bieber and and Snoop and you know just all these these icons bringing them all together in one space and and really letting it roll like that uh the fans have been in quarantine in covid-19 they're ready for this kind of renaissance of of boxing and man it's going to bring a lot of young um you know young young audience to the sport of boxing which we really really need so i'm i'm pumped about it man for sure listen George Camboza comes into this fight with a record of 19-0 with 10 KOs. And uh, Teofimo Lopez comes into the fight 16-0 with 12 KOs, right? So, you know, I mean, that, he does have a lot of fights. I mean, George Camboza does have a lot of fights. It's not like he's just, you know, and he's got 10 KOs, so he's got something in his hands, Right.
0: True, 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 and you know, from marketing standpoint, the O's look beautiful, so that's gonna that's gonna do well. As I said before, he really has a, a nice little mouthpiece on. Him. He got that little accent going on, right? He got the little movie star looks or whatever. And the ring, he has a little dog in him, so uh, uh, he's a great foil to uh, uh, Lopez's father, who was very vocal and very uh, uh, outlandish in some of his some things he says. So you know, those two, just those those two. Just going back and forth is great, but imagine doing the fight, you know, the back and forth, you know, between the two in the ring. So that is just going to be great, man. But uh, I just see him uh, believing in himself that he can actually, you know, do this. And you know, until his will is broken or he breaks uh, uh, Mr. Lopez's will, until that happens, it's going to be it's going to be great because neither one of them know how to lose. Uh, he, both of them believe that they will, you know, conquer, and, and up until that point where it it's it's known who the best fighter is, it's going to be great. I look for I look for at least six, seven rounds of just will until someone takes over.
1: Yeah, yeah. So you think you're you're thinking it's going to go the distance, huh?
0: Well, I said six or seven. That's that's what I said. Before someone takes over, somebody's <laughs> going to take over, and I don't know when it's going to be. But I'm saying around six or seven, it should be clear who's who's going to be a dominant fight. Because initially, Cambosis uh, is going to be taking some of those some of those some of those blows because he's coming in there. Yeah. And until you break him, you know he's going to be coming. But on the other hand, we don't know what Mr. Lopez is going to absorb and how he's going to be hit. You know, because uh, Lomachenko didn't hit him, and and Lopez has only been hitting once or twice that I can remember. Yeah. With the japanese fighter but he had a little thing going on with his marriage and all that kind of stuff so he was kind of off-kilter so i don't really know i've really never seen him take a punch listen it's he boxing the out of the way i've never seen him moved or rocked or, or anything like that so we don't know you know this guy may never touch him i don't know so that's the whole thing about the the fight that uh, that's interesting to me
1: really really you did well i mean i recall in the in the uh a Lomachenko fight toward the end of the fight, probably like 10, 11, and 12, you know, uh, Teofimo was getting touched up a little bit. He was getting touched a little bit in the later rounds of the fight. So, you know, and he took those shots, man, like no problem. Yes, like,
0: yes. that's what I said. He took, he didn't like waver, so he took them. Well, you know, if you can't take so many, so I don't know how many he can take, but he took those nicely. He did, he did. And that's when Lomachin was desperate. So he did do that. But we have to i I've never seen him like take a backward step or really, you know, be, you know, have to hold or or whatever. So I'm not saying it's gonna happen this time, right? But you always need to see that, right? That's what makes fires exciting. Yeah. You know, their vulnerability.
1: No, for sure. For sure. I mean, look, um, I know, you know, tio Fimo has been very, very vocal about um really like not looking past George Camboza. I'm very, very happy to hear him say those kinds of things in his uh, interviews and, and, uh, and such, because, you know, I mean, you know, typically it's, it's very easy to look past the person who you're about to face with all of the different, um, you know, cast of characters in the 130 pound, uh, 35 pound weight division. Um, and even the 140 pound weight division, I know he he has some aspirations to get up in there and do some work up there and even higher. I've heard him talk about uh, going up even higher than that. So, you know, I was hoping that we were going to get um, Mr. Uh, Lopez Sr. on and uh, I'm sure he's uh, running late in, um, you know, training or whatever. So we can get him when we get him. But I'm sure he'll be on at some point, but you know, I think um, you know all all the guys, man. All the guys: Vasily Lomachenko, you know, Jorge Linares, uh, Javier Fortuna, man. They're all they're all you know they're all sitting there waiting, you know, waiting to see what happens. Tank, you know, yeah, right? All yeah, man. Work. So let's talk for a second. You know, while while we have a second, let's let's okay. chop up this uh, business with Ryan Garcia. So, okay. um, th- some news came across the wire a couple of days ago. I, mean, I think it's maybe about four days ago at this point. Yeah. Uh, talking about Ryan Garcia um, pulling out of the fight, his his upcoming fight with um, Javier Fortuna, and um, he cited in his um, letter to the public that in fact it was due to um, taking some time to deal with some uh, medical issues uh, that he needed to address. So I'm wondering if you were able to uh, peek into that, or do you have any insight onto that?
0: I've been scouring the Internet looking for something that points to what it could be for him to pull out. And you're above me on that because I didn't even find anything medical. I just found that his well-being, he was concerned with his well-being. You know, it didn't say anything about, I didn't say anything about a, a physical thing or emotional thing. It's just that it was well-being. So that was pretty generic. And that just left, you know, the imagination to run wild. So if you say it was a, a, a physical thing, that's, that's, that's something. You know, it could be his hands, his foot, his neck. We, we don't know what it is. So that, that's, that's good. Rather that than a mental situation. You know uh a, a nervous breakdown or this or that or the other because that 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 speaks to you know um uh, being unstable, but since it's medical, we know fires hurt all the time you know they come to every fight hurt you know you use you never come to a fight where you're one hundred percent healthy so
1: interesting uh, listen, I just want to roll that back what you just said because i i um am not hundred percent sure that it is in fact a mental issue because there hasn't been anything released about what the exact cause of his pullout was, but there have been some references, actually quite a bit of references to it being some, you know, him needing some time to really work on himself as a human being. And I think that that's really, um, that's a real powerful, you know, powerful statement to have been made. Um, So in fact, he is pulling out um, due to some, you know, having some, Uh, need to work on himself mentally, right? And, and really on who he is as a human being. So I think that's really, really powerful. And, um, you know, I'm hoping, I'm hoping that, you know, I wish Ryan Garcia all the best. I hope in fact that, that whatever it is, he's able to handle it. And I think it's really um, courageous and, and uh, powerful for, uh you Ryan Garcia to have been able to come out and share that. I think that thousands upon thousands of young people and older people will really take note of that. And um so I applaud you. And um you know with that um I would like to thank you all for tuning in to another edition of the Boxing Breakdown. And um yeah man we're gonna get uh Tiofimo Lopez uh, senior on the cast shortly, but until then, peace and love and we are out. Fight fans, join host Mark Roxy and special guests as they break down all aspects of the boxing world, including news, business, management, training, promotions, fan reactions, upcoming events, matchups, future boxing stars, title fights, state of the boxing world and all the stuff you don't see when you watch boxing this podcast is released each
0: week on thursday at 8 p.m eastern standard time live streamed on youtube instagram and facebook live it's the boxing breakdown hosted by mark Roxy.